Hi, everybody, and welcome back to Dublin Tech Talks. We have John McGilligot uh, today, who is COO of Cara Connect, uh, recently raised a Series A of about six mil, uh, focusing on health, well-being industry, uh, giving it a platform which um, connects employees with tailored access to coaches, counsellors and therapists. John, welcome to the show. Thank you very much. Good afternoon. I probably butchered what Cara Connect actually do, but... Um, do you want to give us a bit of background about who are Cara Connect, how sure. you got involved, and um, kind of we'll go from there? Sure, sure. So Cara Connect was actually founded in Iceland uh, a number of years ago, and it started life as I'm sure your listeners would be familiar with the likes of um, Glowfox or Forest, like a platform yeah. like that. So Cara Connect was was uh, originally set up as being a platform for mental health clinics uh, and therapists. And that proceeded for a while, but the market for that is pretty small. Yeah. So last year we did a pivot into providing, as you said, uh, not bad at all, coaching, counseling and therapy for, for companies. And, and and that was transformational. So that's what we're doing now. So on the back of that, we raised our Series A. Um, I, I've been involved for a few years but mm. as a board member. But after we did our Series A, then I came on board full time. And we've, uh, as I said, the company was started in Iceland, but we've now opened an office here. We're hiring people. We've got almost 10 people here. And and we're going after that market of uh, of offering our service to companies. So it's a, it's, it's, it's a platform where you log in and there's counselors or whoever on the on the on the other side or, or, or how fundamentally does the product work yeah um, more or less as you as you describe I mean what we do is we say to companies or organizations that are our clients we we usually start with a survey of what are people mm. looking for and and you'd be surprised they're they're very different depending on the organization mm. the type of employees whether they're remote or in in person um, and 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 then we we populate uh, a specific uh, bespoke uh, marketplace or platform for each organization mm. based on what the requirements are. So, uh, you know, it's totally confidential. So if you were working for a company that was using Cara Connect, you'd probably access it via your internet and you would you would only log in when you're actually making a booking. And usually how we how we contract is that a company would say that they offer their employees a certain number of sessions, mm. like four, six or eight per year. And and we would just uh, make that happen, you know, behind the scenes, look after all the sourcing, look after the relationships with the, the, the therapist, look after all the billing mm. and and it's all confidential in terms of reporting. So, you know, all um, the HR, the company would receive is the amount of usage yeah. and uh, and what services were being used. So it's, it's founded by Th uh, Thorberg? Yeah, so yeah. John McElligot is a tricky yeah. name. So the the uh, the founder is uh, we call her Tubba. Yeah, uh, but Thorborg Thorbjorg Vigfustotir would be the the full. Yeah, So I've I've met her. She's she's yeah. a, she's you know very engaging and 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 super easy to talk to and really passionate about her project. Uh, and her products and, and, and what she's done. Uh, how did you get involved there? What was the... Yeah, you know, so I uh, actually know Tubba for over over 20 years. Ah, okay. Yeah, yeah. we met at, at business school. And uh, she has a background in in, in psychology. And, and actually, um, I think we just sort of reconnected. She was here at a SAS doc or mm. one of those conferences a few years ago. And we just reconnected and I started getting involved and, and um, uh, doing a little bit of advisory. And then, you know, one thing led to another. I joined the board and... 
and and started working more closely. Mm. So, but I mean, maybe the next question is why, you know, I've joined full time and, yeah. and really committing to it is it's just purely because of the, the, the timing and the opportunity. You know, when we did that pivot and we were able to raise and we started going out looking for customers, we just found an incredible reaction that the market was just so ready yeah. for the service we're offering. I think, um, you know, obviously the pandemic was difficult for a lot of people and I think it's only gotten worse yeah. afterwards. Um, you know, we, we a number of our clients are, are um, remote first or remote only. And, you know, that seemed to be a great idea at mm. a certain point in time. But now, you know, what we're hearing and what we're seeing is that just people are, are struggling mm. uh, by not having as much hum professional human interaction as these have before. And, and companies are struggling to know how people are doing. Yeah. So they just don't know is, you know, is, is, is Gavin doing well or does Gavin have issues that he's, he's dealing with? And, Lots you know, could those, <laughs> could those, uh, we can talk about that afterwards, Gavin. Um, we, you know, are those things that could impact uh, work yeah. performance, you know? So we're, yeah. we're, we're very much in the, in the preventative space, mm. by the way. So, you know, we're, when we look at people kind of on a scale from green to red and, you know, red is where you're either, you know, your work is affected or you're in a clinical kind of place, uh, whereas yellow is there's something bothering you. It's not impacting your work. You're not really yeah. talking mental health yet, but you're at risk of drifting to the right and you're at risk of it, whatever is going on, having an impact on your work and your performance. So we're very much in that space, in the preventative to just, you know, from a company's perspective to 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 help employees be as engaged as as possible and make sure you don't have any regretted attrition, you have minimal absenteeism, mm. that sort of thing. And from an employee perspective, just it, it, the way we phrase it is we say, help people get access to the support that they need and yeah. that they would benefit from. It's it's amazing that the area of well-being has just kind of from nearly a dirty word five, mm. four or five years ago into a mainstream industry now. Um, obviously, Work Human is, is, is sponsors the podcast, mm. but, you know, their business have thrived in the last five years. Uh, and it's not pandemic reasoning. It's, it's just, I think, people becoming... Um, they love this more human in, in in how they go about their their work. Um, is it just that environment that you're seeing with organisations that the, the the employee wellbeing is is now number one, or is it a just a, an evolution of of people policy coming true? Um, gosh, that's a it's quite a big question, but I I think what's undeniable, I think. I mean, you and I would kind of know how much Ireland has changed. Yeah. The world has changed. Um, one thing I think that's been very positive over the last few years is people are willing to talk about things a lot more rather mm. than being swept under the under the carpet. So I don't know if 20, 30 years ago, if people had the same level of issues as they have today. But I think today people are much more willing to talk about them mm. and maybe to reach out for, for support. Um, so that's certainly a positive. And, and that gives rise to partly to what we're doing. I think um, I think also there is a generational aspect where I think younger workers in particular are looking to their employers to provide support, mm. whereas perhaps in the past um, it wasn't the case. People just didn't expect that their employers yeah. would be would be helping. Whereas I, th I think today it is a factor. And 
And, you know, if you look at any of these surveys about what causes you to move or what causes you to change jobs, you know, um, you know, salary or remuneration mm. is always a factor. But I think, you know, wh whether you're being looked after and whether you're feeling comfortable in your work, whether you're feeling appreciated, yeah. all of that thing, uh, you know, you could call it the well-being side is a huge factor. Massive. An absolutely yeah. huge factor. And in, for certain demographics and in certain careers, it's it's the number one factor. Yeah, 100%. Yeah. And yeah. Especially when there's a, a surplus of jobs and people go, I don't need to be sitting in an environment like this. It's, you know, mm. it's, it's toxic. You hear that a lot or leadership has changed and I'm not going on that journey again. And, and, and that's fundamental. Like your, your people, I, I still recruit nearly 15 years and I still find it funny that people, organizations don't listen to those fundamentals. People leave for a reason. They're not leaving just for money. Um, so yeah, having a having a platform like that is, is, is truly important. So you're in Ireland six months, 12 months? Uh, yeah, officially? we, um, so we started, I think we announced probably around the 1st of October. Yeah. So we're now, uh, we've got a team of around 10 here. Uh, we had two new joiners who started just yesterday, the 1st of February. So we're um, we're, we're we're properly properly uh, up and running. And how are you finding business. scale in, in Ireland? Because you've you've obviously worked in a number yeah, of years, but yeah. from kind of startup world is is where you are at the moment. I, I I think it's great. Yeah, you know, I mean, I just happened to be here, but we did look at other locations to mm. to locate ourselves. And you know, one of the great things here is that there is. I mean, it's a tight labor market. It's a tight labor market everywhere, but there is availability mm. of really good talent. You know, yeah. so the 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 market is at a scale where you know there's there's lots and lots of people you can talk to. There's lots of companies you can hire from if you're looking for a very specific mm. experience. There's places you can go, um, and you know perhaps we don't want to tempt fate here, but we found it maybe a bit easier to recruit than I was expecting, and I think one of the reasons is because we are mission driven. Yeah. So you know we are 100%. doing something that is really about making the world a better place and. And and I think that does resonate. And we had quite a lot of people who, you know, they're interested in the job, um, but then they actually want to talk about what we're doing and and how we're how we're helping people, mm. and that they're they're inspired by the mission. And I think you know people aren't going to join just for the mission only. Yeah. Um, the job has to be right as well. Though I think that combination has been has been quite powerful. And I think back to the you know why why people want to work with a company. It's it's. it's you know that sell as a, as an employee value proposition is 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 really like you're going to empower people's better life really in in a workplace. You know it's not the, you know there's lots of fintechs and there's lots of you know other types of industries in Ireland that kind of well being space people really do want to engage in it. And um, and and how are you finding the ecosystem itself within the startup world? Is it because um, you've come from say bigger companies into it? It's it's a different world. Yeah, it is. It is a different world. Yeah. Um, I, I think very, very favorable, really. I think the my big observation from, say, the last time I delved into the startup world, mm. maybe around 10 years ago or so, is that there's just way more of it yeah. now, <laughs> right? There's yeah. just far more companies. I think there's far more confidence. Uh, there's obviously far more more funding. And, and I think, you know, there's people who've been around, if you don't mind the expression, around the block a few times uh, that, you know, know what, what good looks mm. like. And and I suppose the thing that that I've observed is a lot of people have said to us that it looks like your timing is good. Mm. 
you know, I mean, in a in an ecosystem of 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 lots of startups, lots of, lots of smart people, you know, are you going to differentiate on your tech? Are you going to differentiate on your service? What are you differentiating on? I think if you if you do get the timing right, yeah. you know that that can be a very big factor. So that um, that looks to be to be good. That looks to be favorable, and and a, a number of people have have observed that. Um, but in terms of the startup ecosystem more generally, I mean, there um, now that everyone's meeting again, of course, uh, there's quite a lot of get-togethers, quite a lot of events, uh, and there's you know when we're dealing with the the necessaries like the lawyers and accountants, there are plenty of people who are used to dealing yeah. with startups, and they don't say, oh, you know, I'm unfamiliar with this or, or whatnot. I, I, yeah, I yeah. think our acceptance of failure in Ireland actually it, within technology has, has come on in the last 10, 15 years. You, you speak to a lot more people that have been involved in startups and, and they failed or I hate that word failed, but they, they haven't worked. Yeah. Um, or they've gone into an organization and 12 months later want to get out. I don't think there is that stigma of, you know, well, what were you doing that for? You know, why didn't you get, get a real job? Oh, yeah, for sure. For sure. I, I think that's and un, that's un, that's un, allowed the ecosystem to, to really flourish. And I think that's why there's a lot more. Like dog patch is full. Yeah. Um, where's the business based? Uh, we're currently in dog patch. Oh, you're in dog patch yeah. as well. Yeah. So it's, yeah. it's you know you see how busy it is, uh, and Sandra, who was here just um, on the podcast as well before, you know, was saying the ecosystem is brilliant for that uh, collaboration space. Yeah. Um, yeah, and and I think you can see there. There's plenty of second time entrepreneurs yeah. as well. You know, so yeah, I would totally agree with you. The ecosystem has come on a lot. Brilliant. So. The funding, um, yeah. What's that going to allow the business to do? What's what, what? What's the? You don't have to tell me the whole plan, sure, but uh, sure. what, what's that going to allow the business to do next? Sure. So we raised, uh, I guess you'd call it a a, par, a, a proper Series A, mm. right? About uh, six million dollars or thereabouts. So that is a combination of of two things. So it's it's continuing to invest in our tech because we've uh, our tech platform and and um, the performance of that, um, and also to build out our our sales and marketing. Yeah. So that's what we're doing at the moment. And we're expecting that that fundraising will um, enable us to grow and scale for a period of about about two years. Mm. And then we look to go back to the market and and go again and look to scale further on the basis of further fundraising. And, and did you find because of the product and, and the space a little easier to raise funds? It was a, it was a difficult time <laughs> to, uh, to, to get there. Yeah, I, I don't know. Uh, I, I guess um, I may not be the best qualified to, to describe that because <laughs> data point of one, you know, so yeah. did I find it easier than what? Um, it, it, I, I, th I think probably the point that we've been discussing, just the fact that this is quite top of mind, mm. uh, that was definitely helpful. Yeah. Right. Uh, that was definitely helpful in terms of getting an audience. And then obviously getting people over the line is is uh, is based on yeah. conviction and the business plan. No, because speaking to a lot of VCs, they're they're saying the money is there. You know, the, the tap hasn't been turned off, say, but people are looking for more of an engaging, yeah, uh, product to to invest in, um, and something that has actually real tangible value. And like Inclusio is another product or another business that got actually quite similar funding. <laughs> I think it's nearly the same number, which, um, you know, was great to see. Yeah, um, I mean, look, the 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 market for funding in January, February 2023 is a bit different from how it was a year ago or mm. two years ago. I think we all know that. Um, I think in the startup scene, people are talking about it as more of a pause. 
yeah. and more of a more of a, a step back, and you know it it maybe had gone a little bit far as well. So it's uh, it's just a, a bit of a, a step back. The cash is there. There's plenty of dry powder mm. or whatever you want to call it. Um, there will be probably less funding this year than there was in. I, I'm not sure how the numbers are coming out for 2022, but there'll be less funding this year than there was in 2021. I'm guessing. Yeah. Um, though I think uh, in the in in the industry we're thinking for in future years, 24, 25, barring some other major yeah. shock, that uh, the market uh, should begin to recover and normalize. Perfect. You mentioned sales marketing. What is the go-to-market strategy? How, how do you grow a a, a, a well-being product? What, what's what's the is it similar to most SaaS businesses or is there more strategic kind of way about that? Yeah, it's, um, it's, we, we probably don't really consider ourselves to be a SaaS business. Uh, we, there's a, a SaaS aspect yeah. to it, but we are truly selling, selling a service. Mm. So, I mean, currently we're operating a, a very much a, a, a traditional sales and marketing funnel, yeah. if you like. And I think one of the things we've, we've learned is, is really not to sell is to listen yeah. uh, because every organization is different. And when you are speaking to the right person in HR or in wellness or the CEO, depending on the scale of the organization, mm. and they start telling you what's going on. Uh, um, and then we talk about how we can help them with that situation. Uh, but every company has something going on. You know, I spoke to an organization this week that are clearly really, really advanced in terms of mm. their wellness. And he was literally saying, our employees are saying, what have you done for me lately? Uh, we, we've gotten to the stage where we need to bring yeah. in something new. So, okay, that's an issue to solve. I talked to another organization who are, are talking about retention. Yeah. That's their their hottest button is retention uh, because the there's salaries are going up across the board. As, as we know, they can't afford to pay higher salaries. So they're just very concerned mm. about retention. Um, We've, I've got other, I spoke to somebody else who had, they've, there's been workplace incidents, right? Maybe not that many, but they've caused, uh, they've had an impact mm. on staff. And so staff uh, need to feel that, that uh, their employer is, has got a duty of care and is taking that duty of care seriously. So it, it really, it, I, I think as far as possible, we're trying to uh, address the needs that uh, organizations and companies companies have. And, you know, when we get into these conversations, it feels like we are in a very good place to help yeah. that. And, and do you have an atypical buyer? Is it an <laughs> enterprise yeah. business or is it a kind of, doesn't not, matter? Not yet. Yeah. Not yet. E not yet. We're seeing interest from large, from small, from what we used to call blue collar to what we used to call white collar. We're seeing um, interest from local branches of, of international firms to headquartered here. I'm sure if we were having this conversation in a couple of years time, I would, we'd be talking about niches and yeah. we'd be talking about areas where we were successful, but thus far, no, no, we're, we're literally seeing interest in, in lots of different areas. It, it, I, I think if I was to characterize, mm. it would be areas that are taking uh, staff wellness seriously. Uh, uh, companies that are taking staff you, wellness you seriously. You most are. Yeah. <laughs> well, th those that are, well, yeah. th perhaps a better expression is those that are prioritizing yeah. it, you know, and that are willing to to, to do something about it. Um, that's probably the biggest, the yeah. biggest distinction. Yeah. And, and before I let you go, it's, it's, it's a different type of business. Uh, how, how has it felt growing a, a wellness business or a, a kind of well-being business compared to some of the kind of 
other yeah, organizations so that you've been, you know, my, my background is primarily e-commerce yeah. and, you know, downstream and, and, uh, and B2C and, and obviously very different from that, yeah. right? Very much people business. Hmm. Uh, and it's a, it can be a cliche, but very much a people business. And one thing I would uh, like to highlight is that so our, our we've talked a lot about sales and, and and what have you, but probably one of the things that we take most seriously is recruiting of the professionals. So yeah. counselors, dietitians, coaches, psychologists, and and the likes. And of course, sorry, and, I, yeah. I, yeah, there's the and, whole back end side and, of it. Yeah, and de developing and deepening our relationships with with uh, with that community. Mm is i mean it's it's the key to it actually yeah. it's um uh, because what we are committed to is having very high quality professionals and high yeah. quality um uh, providers and so to do that we need to have very good relationships with them mm. they need to trust us so uh it is it is very much a, a people business oh yeah so just as a you, you I, I forgot about the back end the actual suppliers of the of yeah. the service yeah because that would be nearly as important, more important than the actual the software that you, that you're selling because they uh, your your customer needs to have the right experience to to want to oh, keep oh, absolutely. using it. Absolutely, I would say that's the that is the secret sauce is mm. is having the right relationship uh, with them. And I think we've gotten off to a good start with that. With you know, Tob has a background in psychology mm. yourself. Uh, we like I said at the outset, we spent uh, a few years actually building a platform for that community, so we're known. Uh, amongst yeah. the community, and we we probably know more about them than than our competitors would, just because of that history. So we're, but we continue to deepen that because it's it's the most important thing. So many customers, <laughs> John. Uh, thanks, Mill, for your time. Um, Actually, if 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 if, if I could just uh, share yeah. share one point, it's uh, it's just that I I wanted to share a statistic I learned um, recently about the Irish workforce that apparently. Apparently, thirty-five percent of Irish workers say that they are stressed most or all of the time. Wow. Okay. And and that is that is up from like low twenties pre-pandemic. Yeah. So in three four years, it's gone up significantly. And but only seven percent say that they are utilizing supports that their employer has in place. So there's a huge huge gap yeah. between. What uh, you know, people who are stressed, or stressed and anxious, yeah. and therefore would benefit from support, and those who are using supports that are in place. Uh, so that's, that's and for remote businesses who who would be you know pretty common at the moment, say fifty percent of the workforce. If you look at say tech as a, as a, you know be eighty percent, it's very difficult to identify, isn't it? Oh, extremely. Yeah, extremely, extremely, and that's why we 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 f we focus our solution on being um, employee led. Yeah. So we we obviously we sell to the company, but then employees have the ability to choose what they want. Um, and what's the engagement level on the platform once it's introduced? Sorry. Yeah. Um, so between twenty and thirty percent. Okay. Uh, per per annum, as in twenty to thirty percent would engage with a, a psychologist or a coach. Mm or the likes during the course of the year but it can it can vary quite considerably yeah so uh say competitors who may have worked with some tech firms that might have had yeah. some large layoffs recently and we've heard numbers up to 60 percent wow okay um because when you do a round of of layoffs or a reduction in force um there is looking after those who've left mm. But then there's a huge job in looking after those who've who remain. Yeah, in and ensuring you know that they're not 
they're they're not in fear uh, that they're next. That uh, you know the 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 whole story that's going around at the moment that particularly tech firms people have um, felt that they're part of the family. Yeah. Right, and that that has uh, that trust has been broken a little bit. Yeah, and that's very difficult to get back. Yeah. Um, that's probably the biggest thing you see with redundancies. It's it's the the people that were left behind. Um, some of them were quite bitter actually when you talk to them because they they had such a good culture and that, but you know they might have been there a while and they're going. Oh, I thought I'd get it, <laughs> and then their productivity drops, and they're not going to be made redundant if your productivity drops. That that's a whole different uh, conversation. Really interesting conversation. Um, brilliant product, by the way. It's a, I hope it goes well and and continues going on. Uh, John, CEO of Car Connect. Thank you very much. Thank you. Thanks to John there, CEO of Cara Connect. A very interesting platform and something that um, organizations have, have really focused on over the last while. Uh, that well-being and making sure the, the there's a platform there for your employees to engage with the right help and, and, and really understand um, how to help them if, if they are looking for it. But also the, the side point, which I hadn't really thought about, was the um, area of, of making sure that the the people giving the advice to counsellors, whatever, are, are top class, and, and having those two two types of customers to look after in one platform, it's 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 a, it's, it's a really interesting area. Um, if that is of interest to you, uh, please subscribe to our YouTube channel, uh, Spotify or Apple or wherever you get your podcasts. Uh, it's Dublin Tech Talks, and we hope to talk to you soon. Thank you.